do y'all have any leanings? I mean, I, I just ripped the Band-Aid off, you know? It's just... Man, we can only do the end of the road thing if if Elijah's going to come in with the quiet storm, like the girl, <laughs> you know we belong together. Ew. You sound like a, you have a I mustache. don't have no time for you to be playing with my heart. Like, you sound like your like mustache is thick and you don't have a beard, but the, like the bottom is clean shaven. That's what you sound oh. like you look like and you wear a trucker's hat or something. Man, you got it pinned down. It's pretty specific. It was quick, yep. like yeah, it's triggering that voice. I don't <laughs> like. I don't have. I don't have ease depth, so it's just that's not. I don't. I don't play in that range. That's why. Sorry, y'all. Um, we out. Twenty twenty one. College graduation. This is the end. What What do we want to? What y'all leaning on? Our last episode was literally called like "This is the end of twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. We can just do like this is the end for real. Uh, okay. That might be that might be too on the nose. I don't know what y'all. I mean, want. people know what they're coming into, yeah. what they're walking into. The the uh, last episode. How about that's the name of the episode? This is the last episode. Direct. Yeah. You don't want people guessing. <laughs> <laughs> this come back like Jordan. <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> this is it, man. This is it. It's all is that over. what y'all want? So I'm about over. to start crying over here. Over. Got my whiskey. Oh my God. <laughs> you know. Is that what you guys want? This is the last episode or this is the end? Which one? I feel like this is the last episode. All right. Bet. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I mean, that is, that is what it is. <laughs> episode 179. Because I feel like this is the end. Could be like, man, they got, they're doing some marketing stuff. But like this right. is the last episode is <laughs> we still we still playing. We still huh? playing. We're still no, marketing. Playing. Okay. <laughs> they must have a Patreon campaign. This is <laughs> Or the last episode. No, this is the last episode. Just leave it like that. Boom. Hit it. Welcome to We Talk Different, a podcast that explores the intersections of race, ethnicity, and gender in culture, politics, and theology. Wait, this is you episode. You say explored. <laughs> oh, I should make this all past tense. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't because we kept it classic like Elijah said. So this is episode 179 the this is the last episode edition on the mic today she already cut in she's the pulse of the people the voice of her generation the one the only ashley irons hey y'all and we have the man who flies loose the bishop the deacon the quiet storm you know him as all of these things and more elijah missigar what's up peoples <laughs> and I am Ryan Holmes, and you know we started from the bottom, and now we here. What? We at the end. 
<laughs> I think we're still at the bottom. <laughs> no, no, we we I don't know where here is, but wherever that is, that's where we at. It's like not, not too far from the bottom. Let's just say that. <laughs> like one one rung above the bottom. Started from the bottom and so, we're actually still quite close. So what I want to see is back in the day, uh this was like 20, what, 17 or something. We used to have a WTD bingo square. And <laughs> I'm hoping that if any of y'all still have that or you know somebody, you know, call someone and get a copy. If we can hit some things on that bingo square, like the word unpack, uh, I think Ashley would question my salvation is one of them. <laughs> so we're going to see if we can hit all of those bingo squares before we're done today. Oh, boo. Ain't nobody got time for bingo. It's a penny. Yeah, they do. Come on. We're in the middle we of a penny. Little... And it's 2021. We got to reflect. Have a nobody little nostalgia. Mental games with you. Have a little nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. Shoot. Speaking of being tired. Uh, yeah. Here we go. This literally mm. is the last episode yep of our podcast we talked different that we started back in 2016 and <laughs> <Man. laughs> that crazy to think i think most of you maybe i think our fans probably caught wind of it in 2020 that maybe maybe we were nearing the end if you were paying attention i think there were little <laughs> seeds we were struggling. of it. Yeah, we were struggling. <laughs> yeah. There were little seeds of it along the way. Um, and then, of course, add add a panty to it and everything else. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Here we are. Yeah. And I mean, this episode, of course, we're going to explore a little bit of how and why we got to mm-hmm. um, this decision and maybe even celebrating some of uh, what we did have the uh, pleasure of being able yeah. to do together as a as a collective group and uh, with you guys, our faithful listeners and supporters, our Patreon folk. Um, but it's been it's been not a long time in the making. Honestly, I think over the past four and a half, almost five years, we've just gone really hard in the paint, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better phrase, with this podcast and really have dedicated ourselves to uh, coming back and sitting down at this table together as friends, as as um, people of faith, trying to understand the world around us and the world that we live in. And I don't think this was an easy decision for us to come to, but I do think like the more it, I sit with it, I think it was the best decision, the appropriate decision, the right decision for yeah. us as humans first. Um, mm-hmm. And then as podcasters that want to bring relevant content, worthy content, valuable content to the people that, um, you know, Mm -hmm. we're connected with and considering that we want to honor our humanity first. I think if we kept going, we would kind of be a little hypocritical to what we've been talking about, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, this entire time of existence, this entire journey of a podcast, I think has been uh, to the point and to the pinnacle and culmination of understanding humanity and understanding and trying to restore uh, that in ourselves mm-hmm. in the way that we speak to one another, in the way that we um, approach, you know, certain topics. I think it's all been to uh, the effort mm-hmm. of trying to rehumanize things and to restore um, dignity and humanity in um, the way that we engage with one another and the and those around us, and I think we have to start with practicing 
that on ourselves. And I think over the last couple of months, I know personally I've realized a, a greater need to um, dive into that for myself personally. Um, and it's taking a lot more in the middle of a pandemic than I ever, I never could have calculated <laughs> doing a podcast <laughs> in these days and times, you know, right. much less the fact right. that our entire podcast somehow survived the Trump <clears throat> era, which I don't even want to yeah. talk about, but Yo. we survived that. Wow. And then on top of that, a pandemic, and then on top of that, whatever else is going on in our lives personally. So I think yeah. to honor the podcast, it would be best for us to, it It seems like the best decision is and was for us to kind of walk away mm-hmm. and honor the work that we have done and, and allowing it to live in its mm-hmm. context um, on its own as its own artifact, chronicling our experiences, our viewpoints, our growth, our own mm-hmm. journey mm-hmm. individually and collectively dealing with the things around us and learning and growing and studying and reading and laughing and all of the things, the dynamic of our relationship, I think it's it it was better for the podcast itself to live mm-hmm. where it is and not try to um, require <laughs> more from it. Um mm-hmm. And then see the turn our our friendship will take after we cut the mic off, which is kind of getting back to what what it originally was for us, which was mm-hmm. sitting around right. the table when when we never had a mic, when we didn't have a mic for at least for Ryan and I for a good year or two before even Elijah mm-hmm. came along, um, right, and then right. we decided to cut the mic on. So, for those of you wondering, the the title is exactly what it is. This is literally our last official episode. Um, as a collective podcast, um, not a collective podcast, but as a friendship that is a podcast happens to be a mm-hmm. podcast and, uh, yeah. our friendship will continue, uh, but the podcast won't. <laughs> Actually, yeah. just hitting them right in the Sorry. teeth. There I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean it in that. <laughs> the dispersion. We're all going to be friends, friends, but y'all, y'all on your own. Bye. I mean, you're not on your own. You're not on your own. Hopefully, we've if we've done this podcast well at all, they won't be on their own. Hopefully, they pick something up along the way that right. they can take and sure. develop on right. their own. You know what I mean? That's yes. If we got to keep coming back and doing this podcast, did we really talk that differently? Mm, I don't think right. so. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess one of, we've talked about this before mm-hmm. on other earlier episodes. To your point, Ash, one of my hopes was always that our conversation between the three of us from our unique positions in society would mm-hmm. allow people to see that conversation being modeled by three friends who are willing, like you said, to come back to the table over and over again, even if we disagree, even if we can't come to a clean resolution on a topic, that we would actually come back and sit together and laugh again, but then also really dig deep and start to wrestle with what is white supremacy? What is racism? What is uh, this hierarchy that we've created over gender or sexuality or race? And to really pull this apart in light of the fact that the three of us um, are committed Christians. Um, and I know y'all will question my salvation at this point, <laughs> but, um, but there, there's a, there's a commitment and a lens that the three of us share, even in the midst of having completely different experiences 
And that informs the way we read the Bible and the way that we express this Christian faith. And in coming together, my hope has always been that people that listen on the other end of um, those earbuds would say, man, I can hear the friendship, I can hear the love, and they're also wrestling with the same things I'm wrestling with, and it gives me space to feel like I'm not alone, and I can wrestle with those things too. Exactly. And I think, I mean, I'm... I'm gonna give space for you, Elijah, too. Sorry, but I just wanted to so respond. Come on now, come on. No, I think, I think it extends even to this very moment. Like I feel like yeah, even us stopping yeah. this podcast in some ways might model for some folks. Like it's okay to lay some things down. Um, yes, right. Like we're not beyond this experience that we're all dealing with right now with mm-hmm. the pandemic. Like I said, taking a a greater toll, I think, than any of us ever anticipated almost a year ago. We've been in this thing almost a year. And um, I don't think we're going to know the effects as immediately as we thought to our social, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, economical uh, realities. I think it's going to Mm -hmm. be years before we really understand what this thing is doing to us and what it's doing to the world, what it's doing to our kids, what it's doing to our social structures, our mental, like all of the things. And so I think even now, if we're modeling anything, I hope we get to model for folks, like even good things. Sometimes you, you have to lay down for, for the best things, the better things that we, you know, mm-hmm. you need to address. You know, there, there always has to be a hierarchy of priorities. And I think, like mm-hmm. I said, for us, this this podcast has always existed first i think in a selfish way for us to come together <laughs> as friends and to talk about yes. you know what i'm saying the things and so yes. the fact that it ended up blessing others i think was honestly a planned byproduct for us um yeah. but the actual workings of having to keep up with a podcast and do it justice and like really mm-hmm. dive into worthy topics, I think, in this last year has taken a toll in the hierarchy yeah. of things. It's still a joy for us to do. So ain't no drama going on. But at, no, the, you, at the same time, it's just like in the hierarchy of what we have to consider <laughs> <laughs> in this new world for all of us, um, we can't keep this up and and give the quality that we know we want to give. And we know right. that you all... I think deserve as listeners and as a community. And I think rightfully so we have to lay, we have to lay this thing down and say it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as to your point, I, I think just for our listeners, like we all kind of came to that conclusion together individually, mm-hmm. but together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, uh, Oh, Hey, he's not filling the podcast or, or Ash or Ryan. And right we're not moving forward i think we've always committed to um giving what we could give to the podcast and i think we just kind of naturally after the toll of this past year and just really the trajectory of the last four years and thinking of what would be required for Mm -hmm. the next step for our listeners or what we would want to do next and just realizing that man we don't have the capacity to do that um to do what we would envision the next step or the next iteration of this um, to look like. So I think for it to naturally just kind of come to the conclusion that, man, I mean, it was, it, it has been uh, amazing to be able to 
continue this journey together and just press record. Um, I know we're going to continue this journey together, but hopefully our listeners can find people in which they can model um, the relationship aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, with with their people as well. Um, You know, I think for me too, one of the things is I feel like it's it's almost like a double-edged sword in some ways because it's 2021, uh, just a little over four years we've been doing this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And there has been, I mean, just amazing glimpses of hope and uh, kind of like just a, a refresh that has come over us through the people we've gotten to get on the podcast, mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the people who are doing the work, through the stories that people have been able to uh, tell. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think one of the things that's also saddening, um, why I call it a double-edged sword is because it is 2021 and literally almost every topic that we discussed in 2016, (laughs) uh, I mean, we can literally lay out that (laughs) entire, start right over, um, from Colin Kaepernick, who still doesn't have a job to, I mean, (laughs) um, your three daughters, like, I mean, there's just. No matter all of those motifs and themes are, are still um, happening, and and not to say that we were under some illusion that in four years we were going to fix race relations or somehow this country right. was not going to be a right. white supremacist country, um, but I, it, it just I think the depth of growth I think yes. in each one of us individually, and even looking back and listening back to uh, which I haven't, but I'm, I'm probably might listen to a few episodes. But I know that even my motivation and the and the means in which I thought I was dismantling white supremacy mm. in 2016 is definitely not the means in which I would use now. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and yep. you know, like uh, Audrey Lord, the master's tool will not dismantle the master's house. Mm. And I, I think for so long, um, listening back or looking back at my outlook and begging people to come along, especially white folks, I, I'm I'm just at the point now where it is good to celebrate just blackness and black excellence and and mm. black stories and especially mm. this month which is um man a, a month to celebrate just black history mm-hmm. and black excellence is just um it's 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 encouraging seeing the growth but at the same time it's still kind of discouraging seeing where we're actually at yeah. especially coming from January <laughs> <laughs> January. Yeah, we only got time to get into this. Man, we, we didn't don't, even talk about what happened from our last we show, about it, but we did not talk about it on the air. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. You know what, though, <laughs> Elijah, Jeez. that is so good, and we don't have time to be talking about this foolishness. Okay, uh, we don't. I, I, I cannot. <laughs> That's another thing. Two things, okay? One, I got a yeah. question, and... Are we going to have a part two to the this is the last episode? <laughs> right. <laughs> two, part three. Wait, I got more to say before we end. <laughs> yeah, we ain't quite done yet. We Hold ain't on. Done yet. Hold up. Let me come back. Let me Kanye y'all right quick. But listen. <laughs> nah. I, it's two things. Question, question would be, I was going to ask, and you, you alluded to it, Elijah, which was um, or, um, how do you what do you think your biggest area or point of growth kind of looking over, you know, this thing, if you can summarize it in one statement, you kind of made mm. um, a little bit of a, a nod towards that, but I want to ask you outright what you think an area in your thought process, your life, your feeling towards something, whether it's, you know, anything, what do you think your biggest area of growth <clears throat> has been since being on the podcast? But before I say that, 
Ooh. I think it's it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna give you a second Ooh. to think because I kind of already know mine a little bit. Um, before I say get into that, I think another part of what you were saying, Elijah, is like one the approach and two what would be the next worthy uh, evolution of this podcast or this next iteration of the podcast that would you know, a call us higher, call us to grow, call us to do something new, call us to do something greater instead of like we we've been talking off on air um, or off air uh, chasing like news stories and and things that are just happening, you know, in the culture, because if we do that, we're going to be talking about the same thing we've been talking about for four years. Um, right. It hasn't changed much. And I think for me, another reason why stopping the podcast is the next right thing to do um, it's because we've, I feel like we've exhausted that muscle. We know how to join in on the 24 hour news cycle of keeping up with mm-hmm. all the, the fuckery that's happening in our country. Um, <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of over it. And yeah. I feel like if we keep going, then we'll, we'll be a part of, uh, what a therapist friend of mine, uh, called vicarious trauma, um, mm. with that constant reinforcement of something uh, coupled with either imagery or storytelling or something like that, um, you could experience trauma, which is what a lot of the Black community experiences, mm-hmm. um, especially when we see these uh, videos of Black lynchings and Black deaths constantly over and over and over and over. I know, for me, that's definitely one area of growth that has changed for me, where I'm like, mm. back in the day, I might have, like... Mm cuss somebody out for not sharing the Mike Brown video. Like, y'all need to see this, especially you white folks. Like, see mm-hmm. this, see this, deal with it, deal with it, accept the reality that this is what's happening. Trayvon Martin, like, you know, watch it yeah. be changed, you know? I remember that, Ash. I remember that, Ash. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think now I've I've matured to the point after going through this podcast, I realized that next natural iteration for me is like, nah, fam, we did that. We did it for mm-hmm. four years. At least at the least for black folks, I'm not requiring that. White folks, y'all indulge as much as you need to, which I don't think you mm-hmm. need to in order for you to see my humanity. But right. I'm at the point where I'm like, the next natural iteration for me is so beyond that. It's so into this space of ideation and, and imagination of blackness without mm-hmm. racism. And I want to manifest that and not in the trendy cultural sense i actually want to bring that to to pass not just speak about it and i want to participate Mm. in that creatively i want to think Mm -hmm. about music and plays and and poems and movies and and iterations of blackness without racism (laughs) Mm. you know right we i've talked about it and i needed to do that for a period of time to learn and to develop Mm -hmm. language and i think to evolve so if i stayed there then the work wouldn't have done its work you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just keep chasing right. these news cycles i am not surprised by the capital uh whatever y'all mm-hmm. want to c- label name y'all want to put up on it the capital been mm-hmm. the capital before the insurrection like mm-hmm. it is what it is um y'all folks just showed up that day uh <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so i kind of mm-hmm. I, I just i don't know i think a good reason for us to stop the podcast unless the podcast became a dedication to some type of you know afro futurism <laughs> which i'm not as well versed in then mm. the podcast will be have to, have to become something wholly different and other you know in this next season like a new name new brand new everything in order for it to be right um because i just don't think running back around this uh, i don't know 
I don't know. Because it, it feels like you like you stagnate at a certain point. At you a just, certain point, you're in a holding you're not pattern. Growing. And mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to figure out, should you continue flying our land? And I think for us, right. we need to continue flying. And to do so, we have to get out of what we've been mm-hmm. doing. We've hopefully learned how to talk differently. Yeah, now right. that we do, and not just speak <laughs> differently, but think differently, act differently, approach life differently. Mm-hmm, if that's mm-hmm. the case, then let's actually do something different, <laughs> which mm. is no longer the podcast. Mm. Right. So <laughs> anyway, that's one one area I feel like I've grown from this podcast. So it's done its it's done its due diligence for me and work yep. in my heart and life. I mean, there's so many other things, but what do y'all have? How do you feel like you've grown? Do you think you might want to come back with like we act different? Like it's the WAD podcast. Absolutely not. <laughs> <We> act- <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, just gotta throw that out there. That's a hard no. I'm hearing a hard no. All right. Wow. All right. Ryan wow. has to be the white guy. Uh, yeah. I do. That is your your, I, your I, handle. You that white guy, and you just like I can only it. be what God made me. You right. So that is what it is. I mean, I ain't trying to be something else. The wide, I've embraced the my melody. All right, lack thereof. <laughs> exactly. The wide podcast. I thought you were about to say wop, but we not going oh, here either. Okay, okay. I didn't think of that. I see where you're going. Uh, that's a different podcast. I don't think that's together. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, how do you? Feel Feel like you've grown or what areas do you see that you've evolved because of this e what you think i know you took some notes while while she was talking sure. so you know. i don't even know where to begin man it's like it's on other podcasts right here <laughs> episode three, <laughs> episode uh, three. This I know. Is the last <laughs> part three no i i think I, yeah you're right ash i alluded to it earlier i think the context in which we were starting the podcast is we were um all graduates of a predominantly white seminary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is the context in which we were having the tape and we were working at that predominantly white seminary yes. and we were having conversations around what was not being had at that prim- 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 predominantly white seminary yeah. as well. Um, mm-hmm. At the time right. I was at um, a church that was predominantly white as well. So mm-hmm. I, I think my focus was really um gathering knowledge as if knowledge was going to change Mm. people's perspectives and minds. Mm -hmm. So I think early on there was this eagerness to be like, well, if you just read Ta-Nehisi Coates, if you just read such Mm. and such, if you just listened to this podcast (laughs) as if it was going to change the narratives. And honestly, the fact that that didn't work actually drew me closer in my faith because it gave me a deeper appreciation of why Christ used parables instead of just coming in with like facts and figures mm-hmm. on why the Pharisees were being stupid. Cause I mean, like Ryan said, in uh, I think it was our 2019 Dallas series, like the stories we tell ourselves, yeah. like those becomes the re- reoccurring um, narratives. And I think for me, there was a, a point and I think that that point was, really probably like i would say end of 2018 probably 2019 where i was just like i'm tired of trying to get people to believe black stories Mm. Mm -hmm. i'm tired i'm tired Mm. of giving people enough knowledge being in proximity enough with people so that way they can um choose whether or not to believe my narrative based off of our relationship Mm. yeah and for me it was just that it, it was the culmination where I was just like that. That doesn't work. And and honestly, Ash, it was 
your talk at the Dallas series too, a new world is coming. Like mm -hmm. you pretty much laid out a lot of the outline and the fights and the different movements that I think many black people were in stages of, mm -hmm. um, and myself included, where I felt like dismantling um, systemic oppression was being in proximity with people who don't look like me and telling my story. Yeah. Only to be, for that to be buttressed with like them choosing whether or not to believe my story and choosing whether or not to engage with my story and choosing when it's convenient for systemic oppression that's seen, you know, worldwide to be something that is addressed mm. in their circles. Um, and I, honestly, I just got tired of that. And I'm like, hmm. I, I think the next iteration for me of the movement was kind of the title of your talk, Asha, A New World is Coming, uh, mm -hmm. an imaginative thinking of a world where Black people could just be. Mm. Like, you could just be. You could just wake up and be Black <clears throat> and be proud to be Black no matter what you do, mm -hmm. whether that's in creative spaces, whether that's um, in the entertainment industry, whether that's in finance, whatever your job is, you wake up and you can fully be Black. And, and fully be free in your blackness. Mm. Um, and that's what I realize um, my work in anti-racism look like is fighting for that world. Mm. Because mm. it's a lot of white people out here who just, they, they walk and live life like, you know, like, like life is good, you know? Oh, so, and man. I know a lot of black people yeah. who are just, I mean, always, always navigating from the way we, we speak to the way we walk, to the way our hair is, to the way um, mm -hmm. um, culture is perceived, to what we wear at night when we're jogging, to what we mm. wear during the day when we're jogging, to how mm. we, you know, move around in the grocery store. I feel like Blackness mm. has always been attacked. And to me, I want to fight for a world where people can be Black and be free. Mm -hmm. And if, if that's been my takeaway these last four years... Mm. That's been where everything has shifted. It's like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold anybody's hand to bring them along to try to get them to understand to try to beg them mm. to care about my my narrative and my story. I'm just gonna celebrate the people who do care about my narrative and my yeah. story. I'm gonna celebrate mm. uh, our culture. I'm gonna celebrate who I am fully. So, that's good. Man, I'm here for all that. That's, yeah, that's what you, good. What you got, Ryan? Man, I was <laughs> I was just looking back at the very first couple episodes and uh man, episode 2 we talked about Colin Kaepernick. Episode 3 we talked about the I have three daughters edition. Mm -hmm. Talking about proximity and discussing uh sexism and mm. the the Trump tape at that time. And it's funny too cuz I we even have in some of the descriptions like this stuff ain't safe for work. This is explicit. So in my mind, I was thinking like, man, we started cussing more later in this podcast. But looking back, I'm like, no, we, we we've started been consistent. <laughs> <laughs> we've been pretty consistent. Man, E, I think what, what you said is, it's kind of the, the notes I had in my head about, like I said before, the story you tell yourself about yourself is the most important story you tell. Mm -hmm. And for me, on this podcast with y'all, my relationship with, with, the, with the two of you has completely rewritten the narrative of my life. I mean, 
I'm not going to, I don't want to short sell this at this point because I'm in a doctoral program studying this stuff at like this, whatever academically rigorous level mm. because of the two of you, because of not just the last four years where we're on mic, but the last like, Ash, what have we known each other now for like seven, eight, nine something years? Uh, yeah. Almost eight. Yeah. Like 20, I think 13 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it is literally because of y'all, and there are people even before you, I, I know, that mm -hmm. that push me in this path, but, mm -hmm. but it's like, uh, to the point where when y'all intersected my life, um, it, it changed the story I told myself about myself. It, mm -hmm. it made me focus on partially my own um, location in society, my own whiteness, mm -hmm. but then also, E, to what you're saying, the, the celebration of blackness and the understanding that this society is built fundamentally on an anti-black mm -hmm. uh, narrative. Mm -hmm. Everything from housing to the laws, to finance, to education, to healthcare, mm -hmm. to Ashley's talk that, that she gave um, at our WTD 2019 stuff. Like those things are fundamentally reshaping my life. Um, and I, with, with y'all, I have grown to, to be able to have language to express who I am, to be more, more competent, more racially aware, more emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. um, when we have these types of conversations. And that, that intelligence, <laughs> hopefully other people will say this, but I, I feel like for me, it's extended into every relationship that I have mm -hmm. because I don't mind because of the two of you, I don't mind sitting in a hard conversation. I don't mind having people be upset at me or at this structure of which I am representative of. Mm -hmm. And it does not make me want to hide or run away or say, you know, but like, but not all white people, right, Ash? Like not, not all white people are that way. And mm -hmm. I'm okay with sitting with you in that anger, in that frustration and wanting to do something and now being able to more locate what those things are that I can do as a white male in this society, as part of a dominant privileged group um, that does tend to, to do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. um, and just looking back through this podcast list of 178 episodes, I remember the very first one that we did. It was called the Full Disclosure Edition. Mm. And I was scared shitless. <laughs> what? I mean, I I I was water. Because <laughs> like, dude, there was not enough water on the planet to like help my mouth stay like wet enough to speak. I was I was petrified to be a white male jumping into to topics about ethnicity and gender and race <laughs> through these lenses of, you know, culture, politics, and theology. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing on this thing? <laughs> and Ash was like, oh, you could do it, white boy. You all right? You all right? Get out. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I, I, I remember, but like just that, that community, that camaraderie with y'all has given me a confidence to be able to sit in spaces that would normally be... um. I would just be very hesitant and you would as a white person because of what our culture teaches us as mm -hmm. white people would be to back out of it and to stay away. But because of my relationship with y'all, um, 
I I feel emboldened to like what 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 both y'all are saying is to celebrate blackness and to figure out ways to envision how blackness can actually like we've talked about before move into the center and not be at the margins that it can actually flourish and grow and be this amazing thing that it can actually be something all on its own without having to be co-opted stolen and appropriated Mm -hmm. so i think i've talked about this i I remember ash you and i were sitting um in in a recording control room um and you were instagramming this stuff but ultimately this podcast helped me really formalize the idea of my goals are to remove hierarchies to lessen oppression and to ultimately do less damage as a white christian heterosexual male Mm-hmm. And that means that I have to continually do work and invest myself in um, relationships, in research, in knowing the history of this country. To and that, that's that's the history of all sorts of different areas. Mm-hmm. So to to lessen oppression means, as a white person, you really have got to invest yourself in studying where we come from and who we are. And that's evangelical culture. That's Protestant culture. That is finance and education. And there are so many ways, whatever the topic is, you can trace it back to anti-blackness. But knowing how that that tracing goes and how to connect those dots, I think is important for white America to really grapple with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what y'all have taught me, I there's no way I can repay you for taking the time oh, to yes, sit with me. It. Okay. Okay. I shouldn't have said that. That was the wrong language. Oh, oh you can repay me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. I'll send you. I'll, I got your Venmo. I'll sure send you do. something. <laughs> but there, there is, there is just not enough that I can say about the the work that y'all have done, even just on me. Let alone how we've grown together. But um, I, you probably can't really experience that because y'all don't sit where I sit, but mm-hmm. I can just say thank you for laughing, for loving, and for continually coming back to the table mm-hmm. to help teach me how to love, how to live, and how to live inside of these questions and not just resolve everything where it's like, okay, we clean that up, check, check, check. Mm-hmm. But to really say like, no, I don't have a good answer for this, but we need to sit here and talk about it more. And maybe you can do a little something there and try again. Maybe you can come back here, but you're going to sit with me in this spot and we're going to, we're going to wrestle with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and y'all have taught me patience and taught me how to sit in that uncomfortability and be okay with y'all aren't going to fix everything and that's okay, but you're going to do something that doesn't excuse you from the responsibility you do have within your position in society. Right. And I so, feel like, that that something has to be said here too, because we got to break it down for context for folks that are potentially looking at us as a model. I'd say be careful, um, mm-hmm. especially to my black folks, because everything Ryan just said. Um, I think if white people read that as these black people created a safe space <laughs> for me to right. no, use yeah. them for learning and growing no, and all of right, that, right. I think we have to give context for the fact that we were friends already that ended decided mutually that as long as this was a safe space for us individually that we mm-hmm. would come back to this. It wasn't a sacrificial safe space. Correct. And we yeah, would yeah. definitely talk about the times where it didn't, it wasn't a safe space, which is why 
Um, mm-hmm. I think there were times where y'all, if you were listening closely to the podcast or or watching our rhythms, I know y'all know I will not be on a podcast in a minute if I needed to. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to sacrificially enter into a friendship or any relationship where my blackness has to be used as a tool to help white people come to some realization right. that they can definitely get on their own and from a book. So I'm saying, right. Yes. Don't read what Ryan just said as cue to go find mm-hmm. black friends, create a dynamic, yeah. unorg- like that's not organically there and, and create expectations that black people don't agree to. We were very right. off, off air open and honest about how we felt about each other, how we felt about our friendship, how we felt about the podcast, how we felt about what we were talking about, uh, the times in which we felt like things were off or wrong. Uh, me as a woman, mm-hmm. uh, me as mm-hmm. a black person, like we mm-hmm. definitely would always come back around to the fact like, yo, we friends. So let's, yo, let me tell you how yeah. you're wrong. Let me tell you how this ain't going to work, how this is mm-hmm. not going to fly, how you need to check this, how you need to check that. And so if at any moment, it wasn't a safe space for me as a black woman, or I felt like it. Either you would hear me say that openly on air, or you would see me act that way off air where it's like, Hey, we need to work mm-hmm. this out first. Um, right. because it was never at the expense of teaching white folks. But I do think, yeah. I do think that just because of the dynamic of our friendship, you do have a white man who like, if we speak in plainly is friends with a black man and a black woman. Um, I think white people gravitated to our podcast, which I didn't expect because they are, they are intrigued, (laughs) you know, (laughs) by this relationship and by what we are doing. And it's like, yo, that ain't what we're trying to get you to model in a way where it's harmful for black folks. This just so happens to be the dynamic of our context Mm -hmm. and our friendship. Like Elijah said, we were all basically seminary graduates. And at some of us at the time, seminarians, like in, literally in school, working at us, like in a very specific context in the Bible mm-hmm. Belt, where folks in Dallas, no less, mm-hmm. where these faith leaders who are mostly white, but also black, mostly male, weren't discussing the things we wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. Please take that into context. Don't mm-hmm. strip that away and try to make this a formulaic thing and be like, yo, right. let me find two black people that like <laughs> burden. Um, right. No, yeah. we were in the middle of our studies, studying deep theological concepts and not finding opportunities to intersect those theories mm-hmm. with practice, those theories with mm-hmm. what was actually going on in the world, those theories with Ashley walking her home, her own racial identity awareness like path, mm-hmm. like, and we didn't have a space where we specifically were. That doesn't mean yep. other folks weren't having these conversations because there were other podcasts, other books, other like mm-hmm. folks have always been having these conversations, but it was very localized. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if you if you miss that because you're listening from another part of the country or you don't understand the dynamic of our relationship or you don't even know what a seminary is you're going to miss the point and uh, extract a formula that is, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I should be very clear that proximity was not what I was arguing for <laughs> in my, in my discussion to you. Proximity yeah. is not going to solve uh, whiteness as, as your solution. And to your point, Ash, it, mm-hmm. it's demanding that black and brown folks 
do emotional labor that they're not required to do. Mm -hmm. And I've watched black and brown folks do that emotional labor over and over again at the expense of a white person who then gets to sit in judgment as to whether or not they're going to accept your identity and your lived experience as if they can sit in judgment of that. But I've watched it happen. And that is not at all what I was saying earlier. (laughs) I just needed to say it for the folks in the back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we ain't got time for that no more. It's 2021 and we in a panty and we shutting this podcast out anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you go go back and study, please hear that, yeah. you know, this is more of a, a, a chronicling of our friendship, mm-hmm. walking through some hard concepts, trying to figure out how to see the world through the lens of the theological concepts that we were learning. And mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. lining up. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't lining mm-hmm. up. So exploring that, of course, along the way, um, we ran into our own, like I said, racial identity awareness and and mm-hmm. going through those paths individually and then collectively and trying to figure out, you know, what does this actually mean? How do we apply it? You know, mm-hmm. um, all of that, all of that's mixed into all 179 episodes, 78 mm-hmm. or 79. I don't know. Well, we're on 79 right, right. now. So. All these episodes. That's what you're going to find out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the second thing I was going to say, too, I think. Mm-hmm. The thing that comes to mind first, especially now living in Los Angeles and kind of being free of the Bible Belt, somebody tap your neighbor and say hallelujah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for deliverance. Um, And my folks that are in the Bible Belt, all my family's in the Bible Belt. I'm like, I don't feel good about this. Uh, (laughs) All my family's in the Bible Belt. I love y'all, but I just, I don't think I fit. But anyway, um, the second thing I was going to say, I think one of my biggest movements, even though I think it's you've probably measured by a hairline, um, has been my views uh, uh, on the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. I have to say, I remember a very uh, rocking conversation I had with Holmes before we ever even started the podcast in your office way down there in the dungeon. Um, oh, I don't even know if you remember that conversation, but it was rocking this is throwback, throwback, yeah. throwback. And I to look at that Ashley to this Ashley now, I just praise God for <laughs> deliverance from uh, dehumanizing other human beings, like mm. and feeling like I had the power to do so. Um, even mm. though it was something that I feel like that was indoctrinated, it was environmental, it was reinforced. Um, both by my faith and just the culture. Um, mm-hmm. I praise God for the conversations that we've had on this podcast that delivered me out of that mindset, delivered mm-hmm. me from that evil of um, thinking I had the mm-hmm. power in my hand to create some type of hi- hierarchy for humanity, especially towards those that are in the LGBTQ plus community. And so I think yeah. now I'm in this and on this journey of reinforcing um and restoring my view not their not restoring their humanity but restoring my view of the fact that yep. you know these people have been I, human regardless the whole time the yeah, whole yeah, time yeah. and the actions mm-hmm. that i was taking part in both to humanize me giving me a, a certain level of power and hierarchy um and tried to categorize you know them and and put me in, in that dynamic of an us and them um and so I just, I don't know this, this podcast conversations we've had on and off air, uh, with particular guests, it, it has definitely delivered me. So I would say there is a, mm. 
that level of deliverance, I did not expect going into this. Um, and it has brought me closer to and opened up an avenue uh, to, in my relationship with God that I, again, I cannot quantify. Um, mm-hmm. It's too big <laughs> and it's, yeah. I, I can't qualify it either. It's, it's too grand. Mm-hmm. And I am grateful for this, probably what conservatives would call kind of a wilderness experience, kind of being pushed out of that yeah. uh, conservative yeah. community um, and finding community here in this wilderness and in this place of uh, seeming seemingly exclusion. Um, but it's so many people out here, <laughs> so mm. many people. And it's so That's many people so that have true. gone before, you know, yeah. and it's yeah. so many people that will, I think, honestly, are on that journey now that we're in a pandemic and all of these yeah. things. I know there are a lot of folks that don't look at the church the same way and don't accept the same mm-hmm. doctrines or dogmas the same way. And I think that's one of them for me. That's high mm-hmm. on my list. Had we not yeah. done this podcast, I'm not sure what my views or practices would be in, in on that conversation. Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like I that. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> just processing. That's, yeah. that's a lot. That's so it good. Is. I mean, it's so amazing. Just, I mean, Ash, even to your point, the amount of people who've come and um, continued to press just our thinking or how we've looked at things. Um, yeah. And I mean, even even the LGBTQ, like, to your point, just the humanity aspect of it. Like, I think so many times in the Bible Belt, you get into these, like, high-level theological debates that mm. you don't even view people as humans mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't even address it as a human issue or not even an issue. You don't even address people as humans. Yep. You, you, mm-hmm. you just address it as an issue. Um, yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it's been beautiful to have our, our, yeah, even myself like to have um, just to be challenged on like when I'm reading scripture, like the people who, um, or the ways in which I'm I'm reading scripture, the ways in which I'm I'm viewing my faith, mm. like intersects with real people, not concepts or ideas. Mm. Right. Yep, that's good. <laughs> that is good because we talk about this stuff like like they're just abstract issues and yeah. it's not lived realities yeah. for people. Yeah. So you, yeah. You talk about the race issue as if your blackness is just an issue that you can set down when you <laughs> exactly. walk out your front door, like. Yeah. Or LGBTQ, or uh, the our quote unquote pro life discussions that we have here. So it's, yeah. Hey, let me let me ask y'all this since since we're reminiscing, and I I I know we're getting close to time, <laughs> but uh, what what a what's a highlight from the podcast that y'all can think back? Something that stands out, an interview, a conversation. Uh, What's a, what's a high point that y'all can remember that's like, man, that was that one just sticks with me. Like I thought it was funny or it changed the way I think or what? Hmm. Um, I'm sure I have a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely the episodes I've done with my black women. Um, hey, <laughs> hey. those are good. Oh, man. Those are. Yeah. 
And yeah. then maybe because we we always have those conversations, so it's always near and dear to my heart when I get to actually talk to them about some deep stuff mm. and share with other folks. Because mm-hmm. it's like sharing a different uh, friendship uh, with the world. But shout out to Elizabeth Woodson and mm-hmm. Jarita Williams, Louie and Katina Butler. I mean, it's it's been some folks that are mm-hmm. staples in my life, um, and mm-hmm. it was a joy to share them on the podcast. But then also just some of the guests. Um, that we yes. have had, mm-hmm. I, now I can't think of her name. Oh my goodness. We were talking about reproductive uh, justice. Uh, oh, Loretta Ross. Yes, Loretta Ross, mm. Cecily yep. Smith. Cecily like, Smith, yep. We've gone in with the Black women on our episode, and I know that that wasn't necessarily the focus, um, but it was such a nice space for yes. me when we had opportunities you know, to do that. Um, and then I think probably... Another one of my top uh, would be uh, maybe Jerry Hawkins from Dallas TRHT. Oh, yeah. And probably our um, our Dallas series, the live event, when we all had our separate presentations. That was fun. That was a fantastic day. That was fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Those are episodes like 134, 5, and 6, I think. Those yeah. are such... Yeah, those. that was a good day. E, what What about you, man? Man, Ash took all mine. Shit, <laughs> <she done>. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Your list wasn't like one or two, man. Are you right, you, you right, you right. right. <laughs> I mean, episode 1 yeah. to 178 was pretty strong. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, man... I don't know. I mean, it was, there's been some dope ones. I, I mean, I, I remember when we did the, um, we did a podcast after the concert, the show Baraka concert. Yeah. Mm. That one was dope. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, our Dallas series, man, I, I felt like all of those were really fun just cause it was so contextual, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. talking to people who are actually here getting a different, like every summer I got a different view of our city. Mm-hmm. Um, whether through like that's true. a historical outlook. Um, just, I mean, it was just the context of our city. And then, I, you know, I would say that our, our live was definitely, it was fun. Just the event, um, yeah. people coming in there, being in person, the energy, um, and then just the talks, man. Y'all, y'all killed it. So that was... This is definitely highlights. I enjoyed all the hangouts too, but I'm naturally oh, an extroverted yeah, person. The hangouts. The hangouts. Yeah. hangouts. I remember Chicken Scratch. Was that our first hangout? Chicken Scratch? Yeah. We gave away t shirts or something. Yeah, we right? gave away t shirts. Yeah. Yeah. We like, no yeah. one's going to come. No one's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all was late in a bug. We were late? <laughs> nah, like the people, uh, the weren't people, they late? Uh, yeah, yeah, people showed up like 30 minutes it's later. So and we were like, yo. We uh, just, we were like, we'll just hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to eat. So. I'm yeah. always surprised that people either listen to our podcast or show up to our events, to be quite honest. I'd be like, what? Y'all y'all like us for real? Like, <laughs> for real? For yeah. Really? <laughs> Man. Who you Man. got, Holmes? <clears throat> Excuse me. And there, yeah, so Ash definitely took, like, a lot of them. <laughs> oh, so y'all I was, always got to blame the black woman. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh we literally had a series going last year before Corona just like upended the world. And we that series, 
<laughs> the definition series that was that i thought that was fantastic and that was, that was like great some of our later work and i'll say this too i really like the way in which looking through our episodes our episodes started a lot with wrestling with um with whiteness and with racism mm. and it slowly progressed to moving towards like like we talked about centering blackness and really celebrating this whole other you know indigenous americans black americans mexican americans we we moved uh overall and i it's just nice to look through that history um mm-hmm. and see our own movement within just mm-hmm. the the episode topics and titles um i think for me one of the standout recordings loretta ross was definitely up there that ash said <laughs> um and the cathedral of hope pastor reverend neil yeah man like that i still think about stuff that we talked about that day and Mm. i still wrestle with it um that that guy just he had he had some words yeah um yeah and i I, i've been told by other people that they thought our dallas series each year was like that was us at our best because it was Mm. like you said very contextual it was very local and we were pulling people from the community to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, people all don't know about like behind the scenes stuff, so I won't spill too much of the tea, but some of those series, I was like, yo man, we going to pull this off. Okay. <laughs> 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 We're emailing people and they ain't getting back to us. I'm like, yeah, we got to record this like next week. Like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. But every, but literally every single year, I don't know. We just, we all, it came through though. Every year yeah. we wow. would, we would get people from like educators, police officers, lawyers, civil rights people, people who had protested um, and the Black Lives Matter stuff in, in uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And it's, every year it was just like, it was something that I walked away with realizing how pervasive what we talk about is just in our own city not even nationwide right here in dallas where mm-hmm. i live and work and it opened my eyes to all of that what we've talked about on this the white supremacy mm-hmm. and the anti-blackness and it, it, those are those are fantastic episodes i think yeah so. mm-hmm. yeah I, i've yeah thoroughly enjoyed um i i have another memory you had a Ooh. man crush at one point. Oh, I did. <laughs> I've had more than one. Let's be honest. But Let's one of them honest. sticks out. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Walter, Walter Strickland. Strickland. Yeah, yeah, man. You lost it when he popped up on that video feed. You that like, dude looked good. <laughs> like, <laughs> here we go. I'm just saying, like, y'all say what you want, but that he had like a whole the dress was working like the he had the dinner the bow tie on or something oh, like, he didn't have no bow tie boo oh maybe my mind my mind has my mind is has free and- oh, yeah man you add stuff yeah right he had like a beret you know he had a small cigarette in we his are mouth learning yeah. your type right now it's too much i can't That's i funny, can't man. i remember yeah, we- another cool one was uh uh, linking up with Dr. Eric Mason, that was fun to oh, do because yeah. that was kind of our first mobile recording, yeah. right? We had to figure That's that the out. Hotel. Yep. Yeah. That yep. was cool. Oh, he, yeah, he was dropping gems. Yeah, he dropped all the knowledge. Man, we, we said, we had, I, I literally, this was, this was a lot of work. Four years, it's a lot of work that it I can was. look back on, but yeah. I am proud of what we, what we did. Yeah. I'm proud of what we said. And how we navigated these conversations, and I mean the the one episode that really stuck out to me was um, 
the the one that we did last summer in the wake of uh, the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor executions, um, we we had that just very raw, very open and honest conversation amongst the three of us. And it just, to listen to each of you talk about your experience and your identities in this society, uh, that that impacted me a lot listening to y'all talk that uh that morning that we recorded mm. Mm. Ooh. speaking of mornings <laughs> yeah. sorry speaking of mornings i remember there was a time we had the option of recording at like six in the morning seven in the morning or something crazy y'all yeah. remember yeah. we met at yeah. some breakfast spot or something I, we did an early recording for something that had popped off in society. It was we a wanted. blur. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. I quit <laughs> right now. <laughs> who, that, who wants to talk at six in the morning about uh, this? Yeah. But you said yes to the dress, Ash. Like you, I, oh, I did. You did. I don't know we getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all, we all mutually part in ways at this point. <laughs> You're right. It's me. Listen, so I mean to to like in the podcast or in this episode honestly in the podcast like if you could say something to maybe our listeners do you have something you want to say or last words i know it's very final but Uh, maybe talk about what you think you'll be doing next since we're not going to be on mic um yeah where you'll be next if if anywhere any words to the people what you got man first of all like i i didn't think Oh man, I'm getting emotional now. Dang. Uh, I didn't right. think it would be um I didn't think WTD would be what it was um and impact me the way that it did. Mm-hmm. But even to like Ash's point and Holmes's point, like not only um well, I'll say it this way, like our listeners have witnessed us all grow up um through this like mm-hmm. phase mm-hmm. in our lives um and and grow in so many ways. Um, so I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that like week after week, people have come and just said things that were encouraging, um, challenged us. Um, Mm -hmm. people said yes to jump in on the podcast and, Mm -hmm. you know, recording with us, even though they don't know us from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just continue to, you know, work together, laugh together, mourn together. Mm -hmm. Um, man, it's just, it's amazing seeing. Um, yeah, just all of life that has been witnessed in the last four years and ways in which we've been able to navigate it as mm-hmm. friends. Um, hmm. So as far as w- what I'm doing, um going to be doing, um, you know, for me, I, I still believe that I want to dismantle um, white supremacy um, through anti-racism. And I think part of, uh, the lane in which I know I'm supposed to be doing that, um, or a vehicle is through the church. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm in leadership at a church and I'm just figuring out daily, um, how to, yeah, dismantle white supremacy and the roots that have taken up, that have been taken up in the church that, Mm -hmm a lot of people, and I don't blame them, have left the church for. Mm. Um, Yeah. So 
Uh, I got my, you know, my machete and I'm trying to chop down these white supremacy trees that are in front of me. So <laughs> you have some strong arms when you do I'm have to have some strong arms because it's a lot. <laughs> it's a jungle. For real. Not white supremacy trees. What? <laughs> it's the worst. Those are the worst kind of trees. All types they of They choke everything out. Damn. Just get out of here. Mm, that's good. What you got, Holmes? Man, okay, so uh, I'm going to get you three points because that's always how you're supposed to leave stuff. Okay. <laughs> three points. Number one, folks, y'all need to wash your jeans after you wear I them. I cannot. <laughs> that has got to be, that's my lead point if I left y'all with nothing else. Somebody emailed hey, us about that. Like, people, <laughs> somebody people are said, with me. Where does it say? Come on. I'm, I'm the people. voice of the people on that one. Y'all I, are just outliers. Yeah. Well, the people are wrong. I mean, the people are wrong. So y'all know out there. And I will be clean. Amen. Thank you, Ash. Me and Ash, we stand in solidarity on this point. You wear your jeans, you wash your jeans. It's that simple. You don't re-wear them. You don't put them in the freezer. Out here smelling like pennies and copper. Pennies. Man, come on. Y'all going to have to step Ask. your jean game up, man. <laughs> we, no, you need to step yours up. Wash that stuff. Man. Okay, that's point number one. Number two, like Ash has talked about multiple times this episode, we live in a pandemic. Bleach your sheets. You got to bleach your sheets. All right? That's good. Bleach is important. Yeah. I have grown to a whole new level of appreciation for bleach in showers, on sheets, pillowcases, you name it. Yeah. You're going to need white sheets though. So, you know, people out there don't be going putting your colors in there and bleaching it cuz <laughs> you ain't going to have no color when you're done. <laughs> so, but my third and more serious point is uh is to love your neighbor. I think if anything this podcast has both tried to express and has taught me is that the gospel is active. And it's not active in an ethereal mystical way. It's an action. The gospel is an action. It's not a transaction where you just get out of mm. this bad place where you're going to go to hell and you mm. get into the good place. It is literally an action whereby love is the motive and justice is the instrument. And what I think we have tried to argue on this podcast often with people is to do something, is to be out there, to be involved in people's lives and to sit with them in that pain in that darkness, in that turmoil, and give them hope. Give them something to hold on to, and that is the gospel in action. And it is not just something that we can get out of jail free card kind of thing. The, just the gospel is in action, and love is the motive. Loving your neighbor is what we're called to do over and over again. To what both of y'all have said from um, just the discussions about race and ethnicity to LGBTQ uh, to just different ages, genders, all that stuff, boil it down to loving your neighbor and being able to sit in that tension of how they live and your job is to reach out and care for them and fight for, like Ash said, their humanity and always fight for their humanity. So that those are my three points. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what are you up to next? What am I up to next? So this will probably sound funny. I am flirting with possibly doing, um, I want to take the research that I've been spending all this time on uh, at um, SMU, where I'm getting my doctorate. And I want to channel that into a type of a podcast 
that would allow us to break down a topic in depth um, in a way that would use the um, the words and sound bites of the people who were actually discussing and to tie those things back to um, the ways in which our society is ordered in this hierarchy and is based in white supremacy. So trying to give <laughs> history, and I know it sounds like you just described WTD, no, right? No, I'm laughing because I know exactly what this podcast is. Is it going to be in This Week in Whiteness? It's something like that. that yeah, okay. I, I don't know what the title is. Like, I've been flirting with, like, Sounds About White as a way to describe <laughs> the way in which my people tend to act in a particular way mm. that is rooted in this whole idea of supremacy and of a superiority without even maybe knowing they're doing it because they're, they're just ignorant. We're ignorant of our own history mm -hmm. and we can't seem to identify ourselves as a collective group. So, um, so it. keep Let me an be a guest and a commentator on just one episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me let me be a. I got my I got my first guest lineup. So I, I want to take things. It'll be a <laughs> WTD reunion. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm thinking of taking I'm taking parts of society and then taking these sound bites and actually breaking down like mm. like when you say like uh, when the looting when the looting starts the shooting, shooting starts. starts yeah. Like mm. where does that come from? What does that mean? Why are people saying that that's racist? Like and then actually unpacking some of that history. Mm. Take a drink, mm. folks. That's a bingo square. But unpacking that history and then actually connecting that with where we are in the present day Ooh, um, so yeah and that, that's a lot of what my research has been um at um at the doctoral level is just this idea of white ignorance like it, it's like a mm. a white amnesia that we have where we don't remember our own history mm. and how we got to where we are and so trying to always force that back into the conversation for my folks because I don't know. We got like a short ass memory. Mm, um, mm, and mm. so that's what I'm thinking of doing next. So keep an eye out. Uh, yeah, we'll let you know. Yes. Gather your people here. <laughs> that is your work. I support you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, All right. Ash, what, what about you? Closing uh, us out. Yeah. Uh, what would I say to the people? I would say thank you. Mm -hmm. for riding with us, listening to mm -hmm. us, growing with us, being patient with us, um, challenging us, um, just echoing a lot of what Elijah said. I mm -hmm. am grateful for this medium. Um, I'm grateful for this friendship. Um, and I'm grateful for the time that it served its purpose in our lives and hopefully in others. And I'm grateful to God, to be quite honest, mm -hmm. for giving us a space um, to flesh out our faith in a way that I don't think we ever could have done in a church space um, mm -hmm. in Dallas. Um, mm -hmm. I, and I'm not sure where I would be health-wise, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, had I not had this space to flesh out my faith um, mm. considering all of the traumatic things that I believe the last four years, at least that we've been able to record um, has brought for me and beyond. Um, I, I think that what I would say to folks is the world is changing again which would require us to evolve yet again. 
Um, racism has is pervasive. <laughs> Anti-blackness is equally pervasive, um, if mm. not the very same thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and it evolves at a rate sometimes that we cannot catch. Um, mm. And because the world is changing yet again on us and the rules are changing again. And I think it's just, that's the idea of life and the idea of social things. Um, they are supposed to evolve. I think that we all need to continue to dedicate ourselves and submit ourselves to evolving just the same for the sake of those that are coming behind us, but then also for the sake of our faith, especially if you, um, profess Christ in any form. Um, mm -hmm. And so I would just challenge folks to reference our podcast, um, but not live here. Uh, as we are going beyond this thing and growing, I, I pray that you will do the same. I hope from, I, I mean, I'm just praying like from what we've been able to share, folks have ideas of their own. Like, Holmes, you starting a new podcast is bomb. You know what I mean? I hope there are others that are like, you know, I remember that one WTD episode mm -hmm. that got me thinking. <laughs> and then yep. I went to school and then I wrote a book. Yep. And I mean, yep. that's literally your story, Holmes. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I hope that that can be replicated on some form. That would be dope. And mm -hmm. if our email addresses are still working at some point and you want to tell us, uh, hey. I mean, I know we don't answer emails for real, for real, but we do hey. read them. So if you do want to get at us and tell us anything, that's that's dope. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm, yeah. I honestly just pray for all of us. Um, mm. The the pandemic is uh, hard. I just spoke Ooh. to a friend today. Uh, who lost a family member to COVID, um, mm -hmm. and this their that family member was relatively young in in their early to mid forties, and mm. it's just hitting folks in different ways. And so I just mm -hmm. pray that you find a way to survive, whatever that looks like for you. Um, just on a side note to this podcast, uh, just thinking about you, listeners, as actual human beings. Yeah. I am thinking about you and praying for you. Yep. Whatever it is you need, fam, don't be mad at the 15 or 20 pounds you gained because you needed to eat that scoop of ice cream. Do what you got to do. Mm. Uh, you out here in L.A., you need an edible. Do what you got to do. I'm, I'm <laughs> if, here to receive that word. If you're <laughs> home and you need to take a drink, you know. <laughs> take a drink. Take it, fam. I mean, yeah. these new ways of of surviving and coping, man, it's, it's no, we don't have no books or rules for this. So, right. Right. Um, I'm just praying for y'all, um, for real yeah. in, in, in healthy ways, you know, healthy ways that you need to cope, cope. Um, yeah. but I just thank y'all for riding with us and I pray you get to find other amazing, great podcasts that are out there yep. that have been in existence. Mm -hmm. I, I could just think of, obviously y'all know we rock and ride for truth's table cause it's black women. So if there are any black mm -hmm. women listening to this podcast, please, please, you will be blessed beyond measure. Um, if you follow, subscribe to support, take your Patreon dollars. If you haven't already mm -hmm. over to uh truth table podcast, um, they are amazing. Um, Kimity Yuan, uh, Christina Edmondson and Michelle Higgins. Um, mm -hmm. they're just dope. Um, and uh, there are other podcasts obviously, but pray you find those safe spaces for me. <sighs> what is next? Yeah. What's, yeah, what's what's next? What's next? Other than Irons. dodging the Corona like Mario Kart, <laughs> I <laughs> I am 
I see myself pressing more into the creative space, um, more formally and professionally. I, I, as many of you know, I've moved to Los Angeles in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and probably one of the best decisions, but most difficult, uh, proving to be one of the most more difficult decisions of my life. Um, uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, while I'm out here, I am focusing on music and writing and just living creatively as much as possible and and um, exercising my freedom to do things creatively as if racism doesn't exist uh, mm-hmm. for me, as if it's a non-factor. Um, and because it's not... <laughs> I am who I am. I am who God created me to be. I am loved. Mm-hmm. I am a human. Um, and it's not really up for discussion. And so I really want to start living as if that is true. Um, I'm probably done with the shouting matches. Uh, that's probably what's next for me. I think I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey. online and off, you know, um, hey. trying to prove to white folks that I uh, am human. In the words of Toni Morrison, it's just wholly uninteresting to me. Um, at this point, um, I think there was an interview that I saw of her where she was like, you know, when you say black is beautiful, who are you talking to? Uh, you're trying to say that to folks that don't know that she's like, I already know that. And I don't have to say that. And (laughs) it's uninteresting to me. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. kind of where I feel a pull and a draw is into that space where it's like, what is interesting to me? outside of having to prove to white folks or or to black men or to anybody Mm -hmm. um, the truth about who I actually am. If I didn't have Mm -hmm. to prove it, what would I be doing? Um, And that looks like just some some creative shit, to be quite honest. Um, Yeah. So that's all I got right now. That's another journey that uh, if you want to rock with me, I don't know how you're going to find me, but find me the best way you can. And, uh, you know. Google. <laughs> no, nah, don't Google me. No, nah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But just, if, if the Lord, if we cross paths, it's meant to be. Okay. <laughs> Other than Fair that, <laughs> I pray you the best. Okay. <laughs> Hey, and people, like we said, this podcast will stay up as a resource for at least 2021, maybe into 22. Um, this this 4.7 out of 5 stars according to iTunes <laughs> rated podcast uh, will be available. So, yo, mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess that does it for Man, not just this week. Shout out to our, our Patreon folks though. Hold up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks to our pa- I don't even know why y'all was sending us Giving dollars. real dollars. <laughs> real dollars. Thank you for helping us do this podcast yeah, and pay for, for the equipment and pay for, you know, yeah, our hosting yeah. services. And, and, um, you guys, if you don't know, we've mentioned in podcasts before anything extra we we've given away. So you guys have right. participated in supporting yeah. some, uh, local, uh, organizations that are working hard to serve that are either black led mm-hmm. or black serving, um, organizations mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Dallas. And actually we're going to continue to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've shut down our Patreon, but anything that we have sitting in that account right now, we're actually going to figure out what it's going to yep. require for us to host this thing for the next year. And then yep. everything after that, we're, mm-hmm. we are giving to, um, a local organization. Uh, maybe we'll email our Patreon folks about that, uh, where we sent that money. Um, yep. But we just want to say thank you for allowing us to 
do this thing freely um, without the extra burden yes. of that costs. Um, and then also allowing us to be a conduit uh, mm-hmm. to, to get behind and back uh, black led organizations and or organizations that are serving uh, the black community there in Dallas. Well said. Yeah, no. Thank you so much. Man, I guess that does it. So holler at us. We, it was, I think our email is still up and running. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't check it. Uh, no, we check it. We, we read it. it. We, we even we even read the Karens. So you know you can email <laughs> us. Uh, we're on all the platforms. So tell people about us. Leave us a review because it still you know it helps people find the sauce. So <laughs> metaphorically speaking, until next week. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Metaphorically speaking, I can't. Yo, because it ain't no next next week. Until (laughs) heaven. Until heaven. Hey. (laughs) Hey, man. About to cry over here, man. I'm all my feelings now. I need some. Y'all serious? Y'all better. R&B. Y'all better zip it up. Man, don't don't run away from your feelings, Ash. I mean, if you were here, we'd we'd hug it out. Even the the only feeling I have right now is for food. I'm very hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, Ash. We're having E and I are having a moment. You're just like, I need to eat some pizza. I know how to maintain it. And I feel like y'all ain't going nowhere. The podcast no. is, but y'all not. That's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I'm sad about is the podcast. Like, I don't know. I'm not I mean, sad about that. Hey, there were some Sundays that we recorded <laughs> last year. I like it. It helped me get back like through the week, like mm. just being able to talk, like that, that cathartic discussion, Amen. being challenged, being stretched. It left me stuff to think about on Monday, Tuesday. Like it, it literally it it sustained me certain mm. weeks last year through this bullshit that we're living. Sound like I really should be sending around this offering plate to the white people <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Final, final, uh, Patreon round. Wait, I think I'm the only I'm white person. Uh, <laughs> <Ash. laughs>